0: Yo, yo, yo. What's up, everybody? Another Bipolar Beats Beats episode here. Um, so I, <clears throat> today I wanna talk about, an, oh, sorry, my chair's squeaky. Today I wanna talk about an attribute of people because I believe, um, hold on a second, I'm gonna bring up some stuff and do some comparison here of, of such things. Uh, I believe that, um, oh man, I'm so tired. I just got up and it's been brutal this week. Uh, I believe that I was speaking to, uh, one of my big mentors who's, uh, who's kind of my father. He is my father, I guess. Um, I'm, I'm blessed to have the support of my father and my mother in, sub, in, in certain ways, in certain aspects, I guess. Um, and, and I didn't get that till I was much older, so, you know, that's a whole other subject we're going to talk about. Um, but the reason I'm bringing this up today is because I was in contact yesterday with uh, one of my hip-hop mentors, uh, the homie George. Shout out to George! George, George, George of the jungle. You know what, I'm gonna call him that actually, George of the jungle, that's right. So George of the jungle, uh, he's a good friend of mine. He's helped me see a lot of stuff lately uh, to learn um, about not only myself, but those things around me. Um, And he's helped me with things like acceptance and, uh, and well, mostly acceptance, to be honest, uh, but but not just acceptance of of myself, but those around me. But but yeah, no, mostly myself. It, it's been I don't know, it's, it's a strange dynamic that we have. Um, but we're gonna talk about George later too, because he plays a huge role in this podcast. If it wasn't for him, actually, I might not have gotten to it. And uh, this is actually for George's mom, too. So shout out to George's mom because she's awesome. Just knowing George, you know, she must be awesome. I'm assuming, I don't know. Maybe we'll find out someday. Anyways, I want to talk about today, uh, narcissism, narcissistic behavior. Let me look it up. Narcissistic. Okay. So narcissistic having an excessive or erotic interest in oneself and one's physical appearance. I think, I think that we can, for me personally, for me personally, I feel that at one point in my life, because of who I am, because of the paranoia that was built up inside of me because of where I came from. And then on top of that being, you know, manic depressive, as they say, bipolar here, um, some of the psychological aspects of bipolarism is depression, manic episode, agitated depression, or paranoia. These are all things that I've dealt with my whole life since I was a kid. Uh, when I was a kid, it was brought on by who I was as a person and who I chose to be around my peers. And as an adult, it it didn't continue as an adult. As, as, when I became a, When I was a kid, I wanted to be an adult. That's what I wanted to be because... I believed that being an adult would give me closure on the the certain things that I knew were right versus the things that I saw other kids doing that were wrong. And, and to me that fortified who I was as a young gun, as, as a young kid, you know, um, it was easy to be this person because I didn't want to be them. The problem was, was that as I continued this behavior, as I continued this thought process, I started chipping away at people and started replacing people with attributes of myself. And when I say that, I mean like if I met you and you didn't see the same thing that I did, we weren't friends, right? I didn't have friends that were different people. I didn't have friends that were different uh, mindsets. Now, to be honest, let's face fact, I, as a kid, your mindset is um, tunneled, for sure, tunnel vision, all that jazz. Um, it's hard to perceive things. But, but I was expected to because of how I was raised. I, uh, I was in charge of my two brothers and my sister. And, and I had to play adult and I had to switch that on and off constantly. And it was tiring. Um, when, and my friends, you know, my friends around me, because my mother, you know, she's bipolar, my, my, my friends around me, they, they were, uh, how do you say? They didn't understand. And they definitely thought I was the weirdo, I guess, because I was expected to do more. I was expected to say no to going out to play. I was expected to you know, stay home and watch my siblings as opposed to going anywhere with my friends. And my friends would come over constantly and be like, Hey, can you come out? No, he's got to do responsibilities and whatnot and whatnot. And I was drowned in responsibility, which isn't a huge thing. I'm not talking about that. We want to talk about the narcissistic, you know, attributes and just that kind of stuff and how it goes with bipolar disorder, because to me, as I grew, as I grew, it caused me to hate and uh it caused it it began a, a feeling of 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 superiority to me over everyone else and yeah as you're a kid you know that can be whatever but there, there's a certain amount of confidence in in being that way you, you have to have a certain amount of confidence like where i am right now in my life you know you know again shout out to george of the jungle you know uh, with where I am now and, and George has been helping me build my confidence in my in my rap in my music in my art in my podcast in my channel and as he's done all this you know he's been helping me um, he's shown me a lot about acceptance and acceptance to the things that I'm deserving of of my family of my wife um, if it wasn't for George, I, I would have never pulled the trigger on getting married. Uh, I just got married, you know, maybe a month ago. Well, it's April, whatever. No, I guess it's been a, a minute now. Wow. Yeah, time just flies when you're so busy, you know. But either way, you know, I love my wife, though. Don't get mad, honey. I, I know when we got married. Don't worry. Um, And he showed me because you know, as I grew up again, I grew into these these blinders. And I read a quote yesterday that said it was out of 50 the 50th law. Um, Shout out to 50 cent. If you haven't read the 50th law, you need to go pick it up because it'll change your life. Um, Because his view on things and, and the suffering that he's experienced and the way he endures it is totally different uh um and and so anyways so it george showed me that i needed to be acceptance into the good things of my life and as i'd grown i think as i became it 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 stopped being it stopped being me judging people and saying well you're not like me i don't want to be around you to more like ah well you know you're just not going to find people that are the same way as you Fuck everybody you know and and, and, and when I say this, this can be a mild thing. It can be, it can go down to as far as, you know, Hey, you're kind of a douche. So you keep your, you know, you keep your car clean, but not because you like it being clean. Cause your house is messy, but you want to look better than everybody. Right. That's, that's not healthy. That's a different kind of goofiness right there. And so sticking with this narcissism thing, like I had to understand that people weren't going to be like me, people weren't there weren't people when I was younger that were interested in the same things I do the type of responsibility, the type of life, the type of things that I wanted. Now, again, as a kid, that's, that's fine. You're a kid, it doesn't matter. But as an adult, if that isn't controlled, you end up becoming this person, who's like, Yeah, I'm just better than you i'm just better than you. And and the quote in the book in 50's book basically said, you know, if you're running around talking about how much better you are than everyone, but you're not doing anything about it, you're not proving that to yourself, then you're not shit. And you're running around saying this stuff and believing this. And, and the problem is is you believe it, right? You believe it. You believe that you're this person that you're superior, but what about the parts in your life that are lacking? and so i'm brought to another person who i've spoken to recently and and it was just a, a random person but i was speaking to this person about their subject of study you know and this guy was like yeah i'm i'm fucking super smart i know all this stuff and all this stuff and all this stuff and he kept you know he goes on and on about it and i said to him so what did what are you doing with it what are you doing with this knowledge that you have and he said nothing, <laughs> he said nothing. I'm not doing anything with it, it's, it's fucking pointless. That's what he said to me. And to me, I'm like, dude, I don't understand if you're so special, if you're so good at everything, if you're so wonderful and intelligent, how, I don't understand why this isn't turning for you. Now, I'd also seen another video, Good cover, Sorry, the dog. So I'd also seen another video by, um, let me see if I can find this. Oh no, I can't find it because it's on my other channel. I'll have to figure this out later. But I'd also seen another video about, um, a a motivational speaker and this guy's wonderful. I forget his name. Darn it. I really don't like when I forget these things. Let me see if I can find it because it was going to make me crazy if I don't find it. All right. So I'm looking. I'm looking. We got Gary V all over the place. We got Gary V all over. Man, there's just Gary V everywhere. All right. Well, it's just Gary V everywhere. I'll have to find this later. Anyways, so here I am. I'm, ta- I'm listening to this mentor and he talks about narcissism and people who just believe that they can do these things, but they can't. Now that's just, you know, a basic, a basic coverall. This isn't, again, people, this isn't a science. I'm not a fucking doctor. I'm I'm a person observing behavior and looking at what doctors and scientists and psychologists have labeled it and trying to wade through all the filth and all the garbage and all the shit that doesn't matter. Oh, excuse me, the burps. And talk about this Ex- attribute because because here's where I'm going with this guys when I was when I was younger that attribute turned into a, a a a an extremist like Nazi mentality right and not in a way where like I wanted to do bad things to people or nothing weird like that but it was a way of like I'm better than you you're not better than me you can't keep up with me. And when you run around and you say these types of things especially if you're bipolar those things are gonna be um, they're gonna they're gonna turn into bad habits right because let's say let's just say for an example are you believe that you're better at this sport right so you continue to play that sport we'll say actually you know what we'll say pool we'll say you continue to play pool right? Um, Shout out to Matthias Page, the man who taught me how to play pool. And so let's say, let's say you're this person who, who, who plays pool and you're like, well, I'm superior than you because I have the knowledge of this game. Fuck. It could be chess. doesn't matter. Chess, pool, whatever. But then let's say you gain 400 pounds and you're still running around. Well, I'm better than you. I'm better than you. I'm better at you because I'm good at pool. I can do this, I'm smarter than you. I'm a strategist, I'm smart. I'm extremely, I'm extremely together. I've got all my shit together. And then you're looking at this guy like, bro, you're as white as a house. Your heart, your ticker's gonna fucking stop any day now, right? You've had a little bit too many of the Krispy Kremes. Hey man, I love Krispy Kremes, all right? Don't be knocking the Krispy Kremes, okay? Donuts is my kryptonite, donuts. Not drugs, not alcohol. Donuts. Man, I love me some donuts. All right, let's stay on track. So if you've got this guy and he believes this thing, and he's got this one attribute in his life where he just does this, then that's insanity. And, and that's what insanity is, you know, doing the same thing over and over. No, actually, that's not at all. Scratch that. That was a whole different thing. But my my point is, is that being bipolar. And having this narcissistic view about myself and people now here's where it gets crazy Um, when I was younger you know again we had an extremist I had an extremist mentality people I hung out with were extremists we you know we did we did uh, we spoke as if we were superior to those around us because of certain choices that we made I was uh, I used to be into that big straight edge crowd. Yeah, I know. Every kid's got to have something, though, right? And uh, you know, I didn't do drugs. I didn't do al- I, I didn't do alcohol. I didn't drink alcohol as a kid growing up. Fuck, I, I think I I smoked my first you know blunt or actually no, I smoked my first joint or whatever um, when I was like 20, 20, 20 years old. Twenty. Yeah. 20 years old and and uh <clears throat> and yeah that was the first time I ever tried it and it was for a girl you know it was for my son's mom um and you know well, girls that's a whole another subject with bipolar people but we'll we'll talk about that later but uh my my thought process when I was younger was you know I'm better than you because you do drugs and that's and that and but I didn't say that to people, but people knew. My friends knew. I remember uh, my homie Jonesy, uh, You know, he he would make jokes all the time. He'd be like, hey man, I'll hang out with you. I won't even do drugs when we're around because I know you get crazy with that. And he would joke about that. And this kid was extremely smart, smarter, smarter book wise. Probably smarter in general than I was. I, I, I would think so. I'd, I'd, I'd say that. In, in a certain world, he was extremely, this kid was just extremely intelligent. He still is. And, you know, he knew that how I felt was this certain way, that I felt a certain way against other people. But because I was who I was and because he was who he was, the only acceptance in our relationship was him because I was narcissistic. I didn't care, I didn't care that we were friends. I you know I, I, I felt that I you know that 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 I was better so I should you know that you you couldn't really hang out with me and and it, it dude, that's that's insane. In fact, to be honest, talking about it now as, as an adult, I now like I now almost kind of understand what people must have thought of me as a young man, you know, this crazy guy who, Blah, 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 thinks his shit's together and it's not. And so with being bipolar, when you are into that lifestyle, when you believe something about yourself, when you're bipolar, your brain like kicks that in harder. And again, you know, being bipolar doesn't mean you're fucking crazy, guys. If if people are telling you that or people, whatever, don't don't believe that. That's not what's happening here. Okay. If, if you're bipolar or you have PTSD, don't, don't forget that there's nothing. There's nothing wrong with who you are. You just happen to have an engine. That's got a nos button that ticks off whenever it wants, you know, and, and it can be good or it can be bad. Who I was as a child and how I was as a dick. I <clears throat> that, uh, the the bipolar disease that's simply enhanced it now is that a problem oh yes that's definitely a problem because if you don't if you can't control it if you don't if you can't look within yourself and see what's going on you'll never get anywhere because when you're looking down a tunnel with blinders on looking at the end result which is the you it's you on the other end of that tunnel going come on boss you're gonna get across come keep coming keep coming it's like it right hi Georgie we're all playing down here right come on come on come down and you're wearing these blinders but all the doors of opportunity are on your sides your left and your right and when you have that, how how can you be expected to, to change your life, to be able to proceed with whatever it is, whatever your God wants you to have for you, your higher power, or even just you? How can you get to opportunity if I blindfold you and make you walk across a minefield? What the fuck kind of opportunities can you possibly fucking have? You can't, because without your ability to look at yourself, without your ability to understand yourself and where you're driving towards, you're just you're fucked, man. Oh, bad language. My my fault. I'm trying to I'm trying to not cuss. No more cussing. We're gonna make this a cuss-free show. I'm just kidding. I'm not just kidding. I'm doing it. We're doing it together, people. Together. And so, so with that being said, you know, it's sad. It it really is sad. I, I I I I was a I was a victim of myself. And that's what you become. And when you're bipolar, and again, when you have a little nos button, bzzz. You know, and it's going whenever you want. If you're having a bad day and you're like, F the world, F that, F this, I'm better than you guys. And then you go home and you turn on a, an episode of, uh, you know, Dexter and you're sitting there watching TV and you're not doing anything, you're not producing because your brain has tricked you. You're, and, and your personality, the choices that you've made are now so deep ingrained in you you're screwed growing up isn't about isn't about growing up so you hit a certain point isn't about hitting a certain point isn't about isn't about uh hitting a certain point and just you know hey I'm here boom I've got it all no it's progressive boy oh boy oh boy some of the stuff that you come up with that we're sitting here and I, it's just crazy to think about. It is, it's very progressive guys. If you're not willing to change every day, you're going to get stuck in these blinders, in these blinders. And when you're stuck with this mentality, man, I'll tell you what you are screwed. And if you get stuck in these, these blinders and you can't, and you can't get them out, then your job is to get rid of them. That's it. All right, guys, so welcome to an episode of Bipolar Beats Beats. If this is your first time uh, listening, check out the channel. Um, I have a gaming channel. It's just a little side project that I like to do for fun. Chasing Aces, no G, Chasing Aces uh, on YouTube. Check us out. We got a little bit of comedy stuff coming out. Um, I like to mess with all kinds of material. I use it to practice for um, just, I guess, my creative juices. And um, check it out, guys. Send me an email, chasenaces 5 at gmail.com if you guys want to talk or want to hear something. Um, Thanks for stopping in and listening. Let's get back to it. So narcissistic personality disorder, things like that. I'm not saying that I have that or that you have that. What I'm saying is it can develop these, you can develop these attributes if you're not careful. And then going along with being bipolar, which that I that I am, right? Going along with with uh, with these with bipolar disorder, again, bipolar disorder is the reinforcer. And that sucks, guys. That sucks. That really sucks. Going back to George of the Jungle, you know, we were having a conversation, and, and and this is a guy, you know, he's a guy that I strive to be. You know, somebody who, who, who wants to be in control of himself. And and you know what, I'm not saying that he's perfect, George. I'm not saying that, all right. <laughs> Maybe he is. Maybe he is. But I'm saying, you know, he does every day. He works hard to do what he does you know and every day he works hard to think about what he says to meditate and to reflect on what he's doing Um, uh, I I believe if I'm not mistaken he he reads the Bible almost every day I think is what he I think he said that or or he does read the Bible I know he does read the Bible and and he doesn't you know he tries to apply these rules to his life and it's a it's a big deal now the this this other cat that I was talking to man I was upset because I see people now. And they're so you know, they're so angry. They hurt. And this cat's hurting. And I saw the pain in him. And I tried to discuss things with him as as relative as possible. But I I know my, my thoughts, my my opinions fell on deaf ears. Because when you're in this narcissistic personality, and then you've got these behavioral, uh, psychological things pushing it, affirming this to you, right? It's rough, man. It's rough. Now, if you're here listening to this right now, I'm assuming that there's a reason I'm assuming you're looking to make things better for yourself or the people around you. Um, and I have to say that for this particular friend, I've waited a long time for him to to come up, to change, to evolve. And, uh, after last night's conversation, I, I feel that I have to go back to waiting. I originally started this podcast because the homie George experiences a bipolar person in his life, of which he loves very much. And now I'm starting to see that maybe George and I are the same in those manners too. Because we have people in our lives that are experiencing these things that we love, that we wish we could expose and teach and help them understand, but they can't because they're in so much pain and being bipolar or being narcissistic or being and again I'm not saying that it's on purpose guys some things happen that are not that we don't know about that are not on purpose and it's hard because if you have a person like that in your life that's bipolar that refuses to change you know I I can't believe What my wife must have gone through in the beginning of our relationship. I did terrible things when I was younger, cheating on my wife. She wasn't my wife at the time. But I was a narcissist and I didn't care. I was blind to what I was doing. My doors of opportunity were everywhere and I pissed them all away because of my ego. And eventually, it, eventually I got fat. <clears throat> I'm not even gonna lie. I got super fat, oh, chair. Don't worry, I'm not fat now. This chair's just old. <laughs> so um, eventually I just got fat and depressed and I gave up. And eventually there was no, it wasn't that I wasn't a narcissistic anymore or narcissist about certain things. I, I'm probably sure I still was. It's hard, I have to reflect on it and a lot of meditation and reflecting. But after a while, uh, I I could imagine, I I just can't imagine what my wife was dealing with, with me sitting there waiting for me to change, for waiting for me to evolve, waiting for me to change into things, change who I was, to be the man that I, I needed to be, to show her what was up, not to show her, but like to show her who I could be, but I couldn't. And I, and I, and I attribute this to being narcissistic, you know, and it's, it's sad. And I, and again, I'm not a doctor guys. I'm just a guy trying to give you some reflective thoughts on, on where I've been and why I'm here now and what I could have done better, what I could have done differently, what I could have seen if I would have tried Um, and being so, so being so egotistical, it, 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 it harms you. It really harms you. You know, it, it just, you have to try so hard to, to go the other way to stop it. And guys, I'm here to tell you, you know, it's not that it's no, I shouldn't say that. It's not that it's not that hard. It's not that hard to make a change. It's hard to remember to keep changing. It's hard to, to continue to change. But it's not that hard to make a change. Here, I'm gonna give it to you right now. You ready? One, two, three, I will not be narcissistic anymore you say that to yourself every day. And I'm not telling you to tell yourself you're a piece of shit. Oh, darn it. I'm not telling you that you you should tell yourself you're a piece of crap. I'm saying that you need to look at yourself and say, hey, I want to change. I want to be accepting of other people. i want to understand that we are not all the same that i am not the center of the universe that my ego is bigger than my mouth than my fist than me but that's hard guys that's hard i hope all of you have someone to help you i hope you are all looking I hope you're all here to look for answers to feel better about things. That's what I'm here for to show you a little tiny, a little tiny baby step that I'm taking to change my life. Now, I honestly can't remember when I started feeling this way. But here's the thing. Here's what I do know. As a young lad, I was how do I say um a hypocrite. That's the word. A hypocrite. Let me explain why. Let's say I met friend number 1 and friend number 1 he's extremely intelligent. So then I'm buddies with him, right? But friend number 1 likes to do drugs and drink. So I'm like, "All right, friend number 1, you're a smart guy. I respect you for that. But you're a piece of shit because you can't control yourself." And this is how I felt. But here's the kicker. I was such a hypocrite and a narcissistic hypocrite at that that I could sit around with them and be like, well, I'm going to hang out with you anyways. And, and uh, I'm going to hang out with you anyways. Um I'm going to hang out with you and we are going to, I'm going to give it to you. Oh, back up. Oh, my dog. He's in my lap. Oh, there's a chair. I'm sorry. I'm going to hang out with you, but it doesn't matter that I think you're a shittier person than me. I'm just going to hang out with you anyways. I'm going to hang out with you and I'll just relieve what I'm doing. I'll, 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 I'll put the fact that you're, that I think, you're this, and let it go. Hold on one second, guys. And so, to me, that was—I knew, I knew that I was doing something that wasn't good, right? I knew that, in my heart of hearts, when I, even when I was a young lad, I was—I uh, knew I was being a hypocrite. I guess. I didn't know what being a hypocrite was. I didn't know what it, what it meant. I didn't know what, Oh, that chair. I didn't know what being a hypocrite was. I didn't know what, um, I didn't know that that's what I was doing. You know, I just did it. And, but I was, I was a hypocrite. I, I I judged people and I looked for attributes in them that that I could deal with and if they did something against them against what I believed in I judged them but I didn't tell them and uh, that's fucking crazy guys that's fucking crazy it's just it's it's nuts like it's sad too um sorry ma- different mentors hitting me up here different people that I speak to I like to keep the positive guys I told you that anyways it's extremely hard guys and my point is this if you take 10 minutes to look at yourself if you take 10 minutes to do this if you can take the time to take five minutes and really look at yourself and decide uh what you're doing that might be hypocritical that might be narcissistic because i'll tell you right now dude if you're so amazing why the fuck are you listening to me why are you here there's every person in the world every person in the world could do for a little self-reflection and it would push humanity. Can you imagine if everybody took 10 minutes to reflect every day, how advanced just humanity would be not not people, not a country, not your friends, not your mom, everybody. In in a couple of weeks, the world would be a better place. You know? But maybe I'm crazy. I'm not sure. I'm just kidding. I'm just bipolar guys. Welcome to bipolar beats. Sorry, this is a long rant about narcissistic behavior. But if you're narcissistic, man, just relax, relax, look at where you're lacking in your life. and What's coming down around you reflect on what's important and then apply it to that guys. Again, I'm sorry, this is a long rant. Thanks for stopping guy. Thanks for stopping by. I appreciate all of you guys who listen i hope somewhere this is helping somebody do something and uh i'll talk to you guys soon